For centuries, mankind has strived for the approval and protection of gods, whether it be monotheism or polytheism. Depending on the culture, gods can be fallible or infallible, but they are usually imbued with human characteristics in behavior or appearance. Religion has served a large range of purposes, from explaining things considered unexplainable to driving laws and codes of morals and ethics. Gods are something mankind has found need to be respected, loved, or feared, and religions throughout the ages have brought out some of the best and some of the worst in people. Few societies have perfected religion and worship better than the ancient Egyptians, and they had many deities, save for one brief time period when the pharaoh Akhenaten ruled Egypt under monotheism. The ancient Egyptians had hundreds of deities, many of them fluid in their purposes and godly cohorts, some even being absorbed into other deities to create new allies and strengths. The Egyptians were so thorough and fastidious in their worship and record-keeping that many ancient Egyptian deities are still widely known today. Ra was the god of the sun, Bastet, a cat goddess associated with protection from evil, Isis became the goddess of funerary rites and magic after resurrecting her husband, Osiris, who himself became the god of death and resurrection. Set was a god of chaos. Horus was god of kings, healing, and the sky. Thoth, god of the moon and riding, and Anubis, overseer of embalming and protector of the dead, even make appearances in the book and TV show American Gods, as Mr. Ibis and Mr. Jackal, respectively. All of the major and many of the minor deities in ancient Egypt had temples dedicated to them, and they had cult followings, priests, and priestesses. Even deities without temples would be picked up by families or groups as their kind of patron saint. But these lesser deities were often lost to time, only to be rediscovered later by archaeologists uncovering hieroglyphics, jewelry, and art. Some of the more popular deities were incorporated into the Roman pantheon as time went on, helping the Romans better assimilate the Egyptians. But very few deities were picked up due to just being exceptionally likable. One deity, who was well-loved among the Egyptians, but also became popular outside of Egypt, was one you likely have never heard of. His name was Bess. Bess is a little bit of a mystery. 
because nobody really knows where he originated. Although we do know that he was technically not a god, rather a demigod or a demon. Although in this context, demon is a far cry from our modern day view of demons as evil creatures. It is theorized that he likely came to Egypt during the Middle Kingdom from Somalia or Nubia, which is a region along the Nile River in modern-day Sudan. While ancient Egyptians were strongly religious, it was not uncommon for them to adopt deities from other belief systems or merge multiple deities into one, an example being how Amun and Ra were merged to become Amun-Ra. Some evidence also indicates that Bess may have originated sometime during the Old Kingdom. His mysterious origin aside, Bess has a number of unique characteristics, one of them being that Bess is always depicted as facing forward. If you think about all of the ancient Egyptian art you have seen, most characters are depicted in a profile view, facing other characters or scenes. Bess's presentation is exceptionally rare for Egyptian depictions of deities, which seems to not be fully explained anywhere. My own theory on this is that if you only view Bess in profile, you miss important details of his physical appearance. Bess is a dwarf. He is bow-legged, has large ears, and is usually depicted with his tongue sticking out playfully, all of which would be difficult to get across in profile. He also has a big beard and a plumed crown, although sometimes he is seen with an Atef crown, which is the ostrich feather-lined crown worn by Osiris. Sometimes Bess has wings, and usually he has a tail. Some historians and archaeologists believe that Bess may have originally been a big cat, likely a lion, rearing on its hind legs, creating the illusion of being short and bow-legged. But it's also possible that he was a dwarf who was viewed as being powerful like a big cat and with some feline characteristics. Bess has been associated with multiple feline-based deities, including Hathor, Bastet, and Sekhmet. It's also worth noting that Bess's name is very similar to the Nubian word for cat, Besa. Ancient Egyptian religion focused heavily on rituals, which led to deities having cult followings and temples dedicated to them, not unlike the ancient Greeks. But as popular as Bess was, he did not really have his own dedicated cult, although he did have oracles who could pass on his wisdom and protection. One thing that most Egyptian cults had in common was rich and powerful people, this often being the reason we even know about them today, as they had the resources to create long-standing buildings and high-quality wares. Bess, however, was different. He was a god of the people, not just the rich or the pharaohs. Both the rich and the poor 
and everyone in between loved Bess. This love even extending outside of Egypt to the Romans, Cyprians, and Phoenicians. So popular was Bess that images of Bess have been found in the ruins of the palace of Amenhotep III and in remnants of the homes of commoners. Bess did not have temples dedicated to him. That is, save for one. Evidence has been uncovered of a small temple to Bess located in the Baharia Oasis. The oasis is an area of fertility and growth in the middle of the desert, located about 200 miles from Cairo. The oasis is not only still there in present-day Egypt, but it's home to around 27,000 people, and dates, olives, guavas, and mangoes are grown there. In ancient Egypt, the Baharia oasis was home to vineyards, and Bess was tasked with protecting the grapes and the winemakers. The ancient Egyptians' view of Bess as a deity was one of balance. Throughout the ancient world, and carrying into more modern times, there is a pervasive view of people who fall outside of societally determined parameters of normalcy as being a threat or a joke. And Bess was viewed as a playful deity, often seen dancing, laughing, and singing, sometimes even being considered a trickster god, but one who always had good intentions. It was believed that any time a baby was smiling or laughing seemingly at nothing, that it meant Bess was in the room making funny faces. Bess's association with singing and dancing connected him to the arts, being adopted by many dancers, singers, and artists as their own representative deity. He was sometimes depicted holding a rattle or a snake and shaking them as he danced. But the ancient Egyptians did not view Bess as a joke. He was beloved, and the fact that he fell outside of social norms was of no consequence to the Egyptians. Bess even influenced children's lives, teaching them to be courageous and joyful. He encouraged girls in their duties within traditional Egyptian homes and, with the help of Bastet, protected their thoughts, secrets, and health. Boys, who were similar in appearance to Bess, often became merchant priests, which was a class of priests who oversaw the goods entering and exiting temples. It was believed that these boys were chosen, appointed by the gods to serve within this position. People with dwarfism have been treated as pariahs by countless cultures and societies, but Bess ensured that they belonged, and that they were never viewed as less than or outsiders. In keeping with the ancient Egyptians' view of balance, Bess was also seen as a fighter. He was fierce, strong, and unwilling to back down from a challenge, sometimes considered to be a warrior god. Even his feline roots represent his willingness to fight. Cats, wild and domestic, are known for their exceptional hunting skills, strength, speed, and guile. 
These characteristics endeared felines to the ancient Egyptians, likely only increasing their love of Bess through his feline strengths and cohorts. He was respected by gods and humans alike. Much like the visage of Medusa, Bess's image was considered to be an apotropaic device and adorned shields and various types of amulets and talismans for both the Egyptians and the Romans. Soldiers would drink out of goblets with images of Bess before going into battle. He also appeared on furniture, including couches and beds, as well as jewelry, cosmetics containers, and even knives. Bess was a champion of good, a lover of all things enjoyable and fun, and an enemy of evil. Bess also had a gentle side. He was considered not just a warrior, but also a guardian, namely of children and pregnant and laboring women. Bess was frequently depicted with the child version of the god Horus, ensuring his safety as he grew. Bess was also associated with a goddess called Taurat, who also provided assistance and protection during childbirth, as well as Hathor, who was a major goddess who represented maternal care, fertility, and music and dancing, and who was frequently depicted forward-facing. Bess and Taurat's images were very popular in an area called Deir el Medina, which housed the workers who oversaw the Valley of the Kings. In fact, Bess and Taurat were so popular that many images of them were not destroyed during Akhenaten's monotheistic rule, even in the city of Akhenaten. This stands out since Akhenaten insisted on compliance of the people for his new religion, and images of many deities were destroyed during his rule. Over time, Bess became known as a protector of whoever needed or wanted his protection. A statue of Bess was frequently placed at the entrance to the Mamisi, or birthing house, to fend off any evil spirits. And if a laboring mother was having a particularly difficult labor, a best statue would be placed near her head while midwives and family called on Bess for assistance and safety. Bess may have also played a role in fertility, and small rooms called best chambers contained images of him on the walls. He was often accompanied by images of a nude woman, likely Bessette. Bess's female counterpart and wife, who was created for him during the New Kingdom. It's uncertain what the actual role of these rooms was, but it is believed that people would spend the night in them in order to promote fertility or healing, likely from ailments related to the reproductive system. Some ancient Egyptians sported tattoos of Bess, often on the thighs or lower abdomen, the reason for these tattoos, however, is disputed. There was a long-running belief that tattoos of Bess were exclusive to sex workers, invoking his protection against venereal diseases and violence. 
As time has gone on, evidence has been found to indicate that tattoos of Bess were not exclusive to sex workers and were possibly tattooed onto both men and women for protection or fertility. Isadora of Artemisia, who was a famous dancer, was said to have a tattoo of Bess. She was a well-known, well-respected, and well-paid professional dancer, and no evidence has indicated that she was a sex worker. In fact, many artists, including musicians and dancers, likely had tattoos of Bess, or kept items with his image near them, since he was frequently associated with the arts. Bess-faced masks have even been unearthed and showed signs of routine use, so they likely belonged to professional performers who would routinely invoke Bess's support. Bess's connection to music was so strong that an ancient Egyptian lullaby called the Magical Lullaby would be sung to children to fend off nightmares, and oftentimes Bess would be called upon to fight evil or trickster spirits. A strong magic to protect children during their vulnerable time of sleep. Sometimes mothers would draw Bess on their child's hand and wrap it in cloth to ensure Bess's protection through the night. Ancient Egypt was a very traditional society not just related to the rituals and zeal surrounding the religion, but also relating to roles within homes and families. Like many societies, the Egyptians viewed men as breadwinners and women as keepers of the home, with multiple deities, Bess included, reinforcing the societal expectations of gender roles. What makes the ancient Egyptians stand out, though, is that they were not overtly threatened by people defying the predefined gender roles of the time. Women could own property, were treated as equals to men in the courts and during disputes. They could initiate a divorce, and they could hold positions of power, with some even becoming pharaohs, like Hatshepsut and Cleopatra, as well as becoming diplomats and scholars. Ancient Egypt was still a male-dominated society that put heavy weight on men being masculine and in control. But men were also allowed to exhibit less stereotypically masculine behaviors, like outward displays of affection toward family and friends. Men performed most jobs outside of the home, which included writing poetry and creating art. Bess was a lover of arts, dancing, singing, and music. The Egyptians placed a great amount of importance on love, romance, and family while maintaining a standard patriarchal society. Bess is a great example of the Egyptians' willingness to see fluidity within people and recognizes that people are multifaceted. Bess was strong, unbending, a warrior, with masculine characteristics. Bess was fun, kind, and silly, almost childlike. Bess was gentle, loving, and thoughtful, often feminine characteristics. Most societies present their gods as specimens of human perfection, 
although often flawed in character. Think Greek or Roman gods. Many gods presented outside of perfection are often done so to comedic effect, like a jester or a trickster. Bess fell well outside of the chiseled specimen of peak human conditioning, but it only made him stronger. He was short, but strong, far beyond what his appearance would indicate, especially if you take his bowed legs and pot belly into account. He was cat-like and wily and had knowledge of strategy and defense. He used his position to encourage children, regardless of their appearance, empowering them to not let their differences hold them back. Bess was also unique in the regard that he was a male fertility god. Fertility has always been more frequently associated with women, and most fertility goddesses focused on ensuring pregnancy, birth, and a growing family. Many male fertility gods focused heavily on male virility, performance, and the importance of passing on a legacy. Bess turned these roles on their heads, though, by focusing on female fertility and protecting women when they were at their most vulnerable during pregnancy and childbirth. He also encouraged sexuality, sensuality, and romance in people, protecting the importance of the enjoyment and safety of intimacy. Bess embodied the good parts of humanity, like joy, community, kindness, and family, while fighting evil on behalf of humans, especially fighting to protect those who couldn't protect themselves. He was gentle with children, maternal even, protecting their physical and emotional well-being. He worked to make the world a better place for everyone, and he was loved for it. Finding his way outside of Egypt and into the homes and hearts of people in the ancient world. Bess was unique, lacking many of the unsavory flaws ancient gods often had, and embodying everything he stood for. He was a friend, confidant, guardian, and an example of how the Egyptians could live their best lives. Bess was distinctive, and unapologetically, himself. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Wise. If you have ideas or requests for future episodes, or if you just want to touch base with me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awisepodcast, or send me an email at awisepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to help me continue to create new content, Become a supporter of WISE at patreon.com slash wisepodcast and get access to bonus episodes like my recent mini-episode on the Gurdon Ghost Light of Gurdon, Arkansas, plus other patron-only content. And I know October is over, but if you haven't already, make sure you check out my Halloween crossover episode of WISE with Spooky Gals Podcast then check out Spooky Gals' crossover episode featuring me. <laughs>